Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. So, Jeremy, as we were doing our, our pre-show get ready, let's figure out what we're going to talk about. I came across this uh, news story on the Disney Parks blog, and I'm, I am I have not shared this with you, but I think this is definitely where I want to start. And so I'm going to decide we're going to start with it. So they were announcing that uh, Epcot is getting this play pavilion thing, which, according to you, we've talked about before, right? I'm pretty sure we did. Okay. If, if we didn't talk about it on the show, we talked about it privately. Okay, so basically, Offline, if you wonder, yes, Wonders of Life is getting replaced with uh, essentially kind of a little indoor city pavilion thing. Mm -hmm. um, it does... You know what? I, no, no. Not going to be negative about this because <laughs> the city, like a city that uh, showcases like futuristic technologies is totally in line with Epcot. Mm -hmm. It does say something about your favorite Disney characters, but here's the thing. Wonders of Life had your favorite Disney characters in it as well. You know, they had like goofy exercising and stuff like that. So, yeah. again, until I see how how characters are implemented, I'm not going to... It scares me a little bit because I don't want it to be, you know, like characters and then we'll figure out some way to make it... Like, I, I want it to be, here is the... Here is... Uh, you know tomorrow's technology and then let's find a way to work characters into that not here's a character let's figure out a way to work something technology-ish into it. it if that makes any sense yeah well and i think having the uh having the the pavilion be a dome you know that's talking about the future and stuff that's more epcotty than like 90 percent of epcot yeah, so very I, true. I, very true. I think, I think they're getting. They should get some points there if you know if this comes to fruition in the way that they're saying it will. Right, but the so that's the that's the thing that we briefly discussed. The thing that we didn't talk about the leaving a legacy stuff is being taken away. So these are the little bricks, right, in the ground, or not the bricks? Not the not uh, the, the, not the those, little bricks. The huge yeah, those big monuments. Yeah, that are the, all. Yeah, with the with the metal etchings all over them and stuff. Yeah. So I had heard about that. I had heard about like, it. I didn't think they guess, were actually going to do it though. Yeah, I guess it was rumored, and I was like, "There's no way they would take that out." Because not one, those those big whatever you call them monoliths out front are kind of part of Epcot. You know, it kind of is like this. I don't know. I've always seen them as like these shapes that point towards Spaceship Earth. You know, like they're they're kind of they're kind of like pushing your gaze up to Spaceship Earth. It would certainly be strange if they were gone. And see, here's the here's the thing that's kind of interesting to me, right? So for for both of us, I think that that is the case, right? But at the same time, I've heard multiple people who knew Epcot pre leaving a legacy who absolutely don't like that because it totally changed everything. And I will agree that it, you know, not having, having that be so what having so much stuff in there can make it feel very choke pointy right there. Right. I, yeah, I guess so. It is a little bit cluttered. Yeah. And so the, 
the concept art, uh, which is on the, you know, check your show notes. Uh, you can check out the uh, press release Disney did on the Disney Parks blog. The concept art is beautiful because essentially they're going to put trees and and flowering plants, you know, which you which you get some of that with the what with the like flower and garden festival or there's, something like that. And there there's topiaries and stuff out there. This out oh, this album art, this uh, concept this concept art. art is certainly a lot more natural and organic than yeah. the entrance to Epcot is at this point. Right, which I love the look of it. And they're not they're not getting rid of leaving a legacy. They're simply moving it. It sounds like they're actually going to move it outside the gate. So it'll yeah, be that's fine. Yeah. So so if you if you that might even make more sense, honestly, to have it out. even more accessible and easy to get around. You know what? I bet I bet what they're going to do, you know, because they've got to have all the security stuff now. They'll just use those to create the security lines. Sure. Or it'll build uh, metal detectors into them. Ooh, nice. Yeah, it'll just uh, actually not metal. It'll be the full like X-ray detector. You know, they're going to have you do the the whole standing with the arms over your head. <laughs> the thing and, at the airport. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. Um, also interesting to me is on this concept art, the uh, the fountain there has the original, uh, what the, the original sculpture is back in the fountain on this concept art. Yeah, so. I'm not super familiar with that. I mean, it looks really cool. I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I never saw like the original one though. Yeah, it's, it's much more about seeing old pictures of uh of epcot yeah that and i've seen this what this this prism thing that was in the fountain before and the thing in the again the thing in the concept art looks like if it's not the same thing it's going to be a a very similar homage type of thing so and you know what i'm i'm definitely reading a lot into concept art but this has me like really excited because i i don't know on the one hand i agree with again because i want to say every time i've been to epcot the leaving a legacy stuff has been there but i was also at epcot quite a few times when the uh the wand was over the the spaceship earth (laughs) and i was pretty happy for that to for that to go away because i i don't know it just it had such a nice clean look and i feel like this uh you know putting a lot more green and natural at the entrance to Epcot will give it a much nicer, cleaner look. So I am well, super excited about this. I don't, yeah, see, like, you say cleaner and nicer, and obviously Disney will keep the hedges and everything trimmed. But is, so you you walk through the Esplanade area, this this front area, under Ooh, Spaceship I like Earth. that. You've got some fancy words in there, man. <laughs> Esplanade. Um, and then you walk under Spaceship Earth, and then you're in Future World. And for me, the organic kind of feel of of Epcot doesn't really start until you like either enter the Land Pavilion or you get to the World Showcase. And so I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't know. I felt like the uh, the Leva Legacy stuff looked more futuristic. Maybe this definitely looks nicer, but I don't know that this fits future world as well as the Leva Legacy stuff did. Well, and so I wonder if this isn't the beginning because 
um, what when you were talking about the whole whether or not we had talked about this dome, that was a result of all of that concept art that came out with the the what was it Epcot twenty twenty one stuff or whatever. Yeah, and if you remember correctly, that had a very different, like a much more lots of lots of trees and things like that. Future World as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. Um, so I wonder if this isn't just the beginning of of that. So I I I see where you're coming from, and I I can agree that it is a little bit different because it's when I say clean, I don't mean in the the Spartan sense, I guess. Which is kind of what the what the Leave a Legacy stuff felt like. I'm just thinking more in the I, I don't know. Natural has its own uh, attraction, you know. Yeah, definitely. So maybe, and and that's the thing. Like those two things, I can I can see your point that they wouldn't really go together. I think that Spaceship Earth would still allow for a good transition between yeah, little, two different gateway. things. Right, right. But if they if they end up changing all of that stuff like that 2021 concept art was showing then it would really make sense because then it would fit in with the rest of future world and you know i that is the that is like the future world more now than i think what it was in the you know in the 80s yeah and if future world gets to be more of a of a organic you know type place then i think this will fit right in you know and and you know, you Spaceship Earth is is kind of a gateway. Like if you're in the Esplanade area, you really can't see. Spaceship much. Spaceship Earth is the train station of Epcot. Right. Yeah. You can't see much until you're like walking by the the uh what the Kodak store. You know, as you're walking under Spaceship Earth. You get to that Kodak store and you kind of can start to see Future World, and but you really don't get a feel for it until you're well, um, well through Spaceship Earth. So I can I I do agree that it would be a good kind of a a, a portal is not the word I want, but just a good transition area to get you from this very lush, you know, beautiful, obviously beautiful looking uh, kind of. Uh, what's the, uh, the garden festival? What's that called? It is actually the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. So flower, flower and, and garden. garden. Yes. That which, makes more sense. Which as soon as I say it, I'm like, oh yeah, the flower and garden. Uh, you know, that thing I was there for and already forgotten the name of. So, Whatever. but this feels more like a, uh, this feels a lot like the flower and garden festival when they have all the character topiaries and they, they really play up the the flowers and and uh hedges and stuff that are already there um this feels a lot like that that aesthetic you know very colorful very lush very uh big and i i like that a lot and i think that if they do go and change future world to be like that also uh then there's no issue like i have zero issue with this i yeah. i think it's beautiful except that um Future world right now is pretty. Spartan, I mean, it, you it know? has it, it's, it's, it has green spaces. It definitely does, and I and I think they're probably more than more than you think about. But this is this is green spaces first, right? And, right. Yes. And then this is green forward. Yes, and and future world, even though it does have a lot of green, and you know, like 
going to ruin things here and say that, yeah, I am totally pulling up Google Maps to remind myself how much there's more greenery there than I seem to recall. But that's because that's not it doesn't draw your eye. Right. right. It's just there. This is about drawing your eye. And so you're it, talking about more of the stuff that would actually draw your eye. Future world right now feels like it has the like requisite amount of green space. You know, you've got trees, obviously, to help with sight lines and, and bushes and, uh, you know, grassy areas, stuff like that. Uh, but they feel more functional, especially the trees. You know, there are some, uh, some pretty strategically placed trees to help with, you know, blocking sight lines and stuff like that. And not this making it feel like a total concrete jungle. Right. This definitely feels more like... Uh, this is what you're looking, what you're supposed to look at. This is form over function, I think, which is great. Um, I think, honestly, I think Epcot could use a little, a little bit of beautification. Um, you know, the, the world showcase is excellent. Uh, and I don't, I don't know if we've had this conversation before, but how the world showcase and future world kind of feel like two opposite places. Um, oh, absolutely. The, they do. The World Showcase is, is beautiful, and, and all of the different countries are, are well represented, uh, but it is definitely a much warmer place, a much warmer section of that park, where, whereas Future World feels a lot more, uh, I hate to keep using the word Spartan, but like, you know how in, in Alien, the ship is just very, it's just bare, you know, and uh cold i i think future there you go. world cold cold is a good is a good term for it. and it sounds like it has a negative connotation but really in this case that's not what you intend it to be but it is the the feel yeah i mean it's it's very much just functional except for the land i the land gets a pass because the land that's kind of the point of the land but uh you know like interventions uh the electric umbrella mission space the uh all those areas, uh, all the little carts, you know, are, are metal. Ellen's and Galaxy Adventures of Internet and Space. Yeah. yeah. Just everything is very like, this is what the future is. You know, it's metal. It's, it's sci-fi kind of. And so uh, I think a little bit of, of warmth in Future World would, would be great because, one, it can use it and there'd be a nice change. But two, it would kind of make the transition from future world to the world showcase a little less jarring. Yeah. And, and it, again, I think that it, it can accurately depict just the change in, you know, what we thought the future, you know, what the focus of the future was in 82 versus what we feel like the, you know, the direction of the future is now. Um, and yeah, it is, it's definitely hard for me to to look at these things and say oh man there's there are changes coming but again it 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 actually encourages me uh to see things like that sculpture on the on the fountain in this concept art if things like that come to pass because what that tells me is that they are going to update they are going to renew but they are going to continue to pay tribute to Epcot you know as it they're not just going to like clean slate it i guess and that's the that's the thing that would hurt number one is if they slash and burn everything and like rebuild right yeah you don't i don't want to see that because i do 
as much as I want to see Epcot be, you know, continue to to do what it is there to do, um, I, I want it I want it to change a little bit at a time. And you know, of course, the other thing there is just continuing to, you know, let's keep Future World actually, you know, with with one foot in reality. It yeah, doesn't need to be Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland needs to be, you know, Tomorrowland actually. I would have I would have a bigger issue with Tomorrowland going with a complete green redo because yeah. I want Tomorrowland to have that Spartan the future as designed in 1970, you know, 60 mm-hmm. whatever retro uh, futurism. Exactly. Exactly. But I don't know that I, I mean I don't think Epcot needs to be that. So Well, and I I think the the space restaurant as you were talking I was thinking about it the space restaurant is a great kind of uh is a great uh uh, you, uh, the space restaurant is a great use case, you know, to to look at this. Where you want the inside, obviously, to be very futuristic and very, you know, I, I will say metallic. You know, just I, I hope you understand what I mean by that. But um, you want the there's, inside. Are you saying are you saying there's not a lot of green on the ISS right now? I mean, right. they don't they don't have like a like some spider ferns growing yeah. at every entrance. Or, Right, you want it to be uh, sparse and 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 bare almost, but on the outside, like that building can be whatever you know. It it needs to be beautiful. It needs to be something that's that's worth looking at because that restaurant has no windows, and so to anyone who's and not no doors. Sorry, <laughs> I, I you just when you say something like that, you gotta know that's coming. Anyway, to anyone who's not eating there. Uh, it's nothing, you know, like it, it would just be a concrete slab. And so, you know, if they're going to go with a more, uh, a more kind of organic, you know, pretty look for future world, I think that that restaurant is, is an absolutely perfect place to do that. Unless I just keep it all hidden behind the mission space facade and problem solve there too. So, well, somewhere you would see it though. You would you'd be able to yeah. see it from the from the world showcase. You, when you 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 know how you know how you handle that. You just paint it um, blue and green. Oh, barf! <laughs> <laughs> just like the sky. Oh man, it blends in like a fifth grader would. I bet you they spent a lot more money than what they could have paid a fifth grader to come up with that. So I'm, sh- I I believe it is probably a I, little bit better than that. I still maintain that's a, a a hilarious solution, especially on that building. How it's just like a line of dark green, a line of light green, and then the rest is blue. Like it just looks so silly. You but, know what's gonna you know what's gonna look sillier. It works, when I guess. When it's like checkered blue because birds start running into that building. <laughs> so they have to, you know, it's kind of it's like the windows where they have to put the little <laughs> deals on it so that the birds know it's there. They're going to be like, ooh, blue sky, blue sky, ah, building. So, <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so moving from stuff that I like to stuff that I don't like because that's how we should do the show. Uh, there is rumors. There is rumors. There are rumors that the... uh, We're recording much later than normal, everyone, so Brad's a little tired. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long day. Babies, babies cry a lot. Uh, 
Yeah, so they're doing... So my original thought about the transition from Illuminations to the new nighttime show Uh would be that Epcot... Is it Epcot Forever? Right. uh, the The interstitial show would use like the Illuminations infrastructure, the stuff from Illuminations. What it seems like is the opposite, that they are going to kind of, before Epcot Forever starts, they're going to rebuild the infrastructure on the, uh, the World Showcase Lagoon and the surrounding buildings. And Epcot Forever will use all new infrastructure that will then be used by the new full-time show. So now, and, and I'm definitely not saying yes or no, but I kind of get the feeling that it is an in-between infrastructure, right? Like, so I, it almost seems like maybe what they're going to do is take away some of the old, build up some of the new, do Epcot forever while they build the rest of the new. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, and I, I just thought... Because they've that already they started would, with some of the new. I thought that they would run Epcot Forever on the old stuff, build the new stuff alongside Epcot Forever, because basically you could, you could build Epcot Forever a, a, as a show without using any of the infrastructure that you know is, is getting removed. You know, you could make it yeah. kind of... You know, if, if they're saying, like, no torches, then... You just build Epcot forever, and it doesn't use torches. And then you can build new infrastructure alongside this show that is, you know, only using the stuff that's gonna stick around. But uh, it it really does seem like you know they're gonna do what you said is just kind of start, uh, start building some new infrastructure, run Epcot forever on on you know some new stuff some old stuff and then and do the new one like me and then build the the new stuff alongside that and uh, and eventually have and all eventually new. have yeah the new show and and then they'll take down you know if they're not using the lasers in the new show or whatever they'll take all that down but i will i will say that having no torches uh is a bummer because that is a very effective uh effect man that is when all I those torches light simultaneously around the World Showcase, it's it's awesome. Yeah, and I don't even know if I want to, because, like, to commit to any part of Illuminations being my one of my favorite parts. There we go. That's <laughs> I'll work myself right out of that. If every is, part is one of your favorite parts, right. then, you know. <laughs> yeah, then it's all my favorite. So, yeah. problem solved, Jeremy. Uh, but the, you know, at the beginning, when the, and the torches go out, you know, yeah. that is it's, like tingly sort of yeah. a feeling because it doesn't seem so like that's one of those things where intellectually, you know, what's happening. But it's the mixture of sound and the that effect that is just like, oh, my gosh, what just happened? Like something much bigger than us is going on. That's Disney magic that 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 is really meaningful to me. That you know, just the effect of some torches going out is one of the one of the coolest things that I've ever seen. Yeah, can't get that something that is in reality that small can make such a big impact um, and be so be so central to that. Now, so 
again, supposedly, um, it is because the gas lines and, you know, and I have heard, been hearing issues about, you know, torches that aren't lighting, torches not seeming as strong, um, that the gas lines that go to those torches are just kind of, you know, wearing out essentially. Yeah. And so they would have to replace the gas lines and that's where they say, eh, or we could just not do torches anymore. So I get it. It's just, and I was, I was kind of hoping the torches and, and again, not, you know, nothing is guaranteed till it's done, but, um, I, I was sure hoping the torches would, would continue to go on, you know, like you could still have an entirely new show and still just do that. Blow the torches out at the beginning mm-hmm. that, that can go with any old show. So, well, and I wonder how they'll use the, um, or if they'll use the lasers on the world showcase buildings and the, you know, lights on the world showcase buildings in a new show, or if they'll just make it really lagoon specific. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I hope they have something that you uses the lights or something like that. Just because I, if it becomes all lagoon specific, it feels like it is going to be less connected to the things that are, you know, to what's around it. And, you know, I, I want the, I want the show to continue to encapsulate the world showcase. And again, at this point, I have no reason to think that it won't. So I'm not like, Rah, 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 rah. they're not going to be doing it right. I'm just, I hope they're doing it right. That's, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, so torches may not be long for this world, Jeremy. And that makes me sad. Yeah, me too, actually. Um, of all of the things about illuminations, that was the unique one. You know, like obviously the globe is also unique, but the globe is disappointing in practice it's awesome in uh you know like theoretically but in practice it's it's a little bit hard to make out what's on there but the the torch thing again is just one of those things that's like so smart it's clever and simple yes that's the thing it's, it's like simple it's simple but effective literally everyone shuts up when that happens like oh, there's, yeah. you know, chatter, 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 chatter. And then like when that happens for illuminations, everyone's like, <gasps> and no one's talking anymore. And it's, it's very cool. I, I don't know. The globe, the globe opening up is still kind of cool, but that's the thing. Like the globe opening up is pretty cool and it still is not, I, I will still say that I think the, I think that the torch is blow being blown out is a, is a stronger effect than that. So I agree. Um, to finish us out, uh, there was a whole bunch, like tons of people were reporting the gondolas. Uh, because are... everybody was at Disney and all of a sudden goes, oh my gosh, there's gondolas over my head. Yeah. Uh, the gondolas are testing at full speed. Uh, there have been for the last two or three weeks, we haven't really talked about it cause it's kind of boring. Uh, some pretty low speed tests like the, or, or when everybody people. when everybody blew up because they hung a gondola on it right. at, at one of the stations right there's a gondola hanging there still and then like oh it's going you know half of a mile an hour uh and there's there's always only been like one or two you know this one it'll um, take you it'll take you 30 minutes to get from yeah. from point a to any other point and the you know and the bus can get there in 15 but hey gondolas right. So this video shows the uh, Skyliner gondolas 
uh, being tested at their full speed and what looks like at their full uh, uh, capacity, you know, with all of the, with, with a number of gondolas on the line. Gondola. Um, gondola, go- I'm pretty sure. Gondola on the line. And like, so I've, I've, uh, I've been l- like just looking at, at uh, what, I've been looking at what they're, you know, planning like speed wise and trip length wise and stuff. Um, they're saying that basically you can get anywhere to anywhere in five or 10 minutes, uh, which is incredible. Um, and when I saw this video, I was like, man, those gondolas are moving pretty quick. Yeah. Those suckers are trucking, dude. Uh, and, and the way that they, if, if, if you've ever been to a, a theme park that had these. I know at Astro World they had the Astro Way, which was a it was a gondola system to get you from one side of the park to the other. Um, so when you get into the station, the cars kind of disengage from the line, and so they are you know not moving or moving very slowly while you get in, and then the you know cast member will reengage it, and the thing catches, and off you go. So from what I've from what I've read, the way that these are going to work is is just like that. You they'll disengage the gondola from the line so that it stops or is moving or is moving slowly. You'll get in, be on your way. There will be a separate boarding area for ECVs, people who need more time to get on, uh, that they'll actually be able to disengage a gondola from the line, stop it completely for you know five or ten minutes. And um, then reattach it to the main line and push it out, and they'll catch and be on their way. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you can get, so I'm in pop. We're gonna be in Pop Century, and if we can get from Pop Century to Hollywood Studios in less than ten minutes on the gondola, uh, count me in. If you can get there in ten minutes, count you. I mean, geez, like. That the, yeah, Ooh, the, but but the, the thing about the thing about them is, are you going to have to disembark at every stop? You know, there there are there are certain buildings that are the turns, and obviously, you won't have to disembark at those. But am I going to have to if I'm going to uh, surely, Hollywood Studios? Surely not. And that runs through the Caribbean Beach one. Am I going to have to get off at Caribbean Beach and then get back on? Surely not, dude. Like, well, there's what would gotta the, be what, some way. What of, would the infrastructure be to let them know? One, w- the whole car isn't getting off. But what if you know? Because they're saying they're going to fit eight people on these things. What if two people are getting off at Caribbean Beach? You stop. They let two people off. They already know that there are going to be two spots. They've got a group of two ready to get on that gondola. They put them in, and then you take off again. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I'm. I, I don't know if that's how it works, but that's how it should, in, in my mind, right. that's how it should work. I'm not, uh, I'm not concerned, but I'm just wondering how that works uh, in the, like, you know, what's got to be 10 seconds that you have to disembark and board. I'm wondering yeah. if they're going to be hand, handing me a, a um, air sickness bag when I get <laughs> because, like... In the air, they seem like they're going at a pretty nice clip. But the the video, like, when it cuts to them 
disembarking from the station, that sucker is moving. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess there's on the line, there's some sort of, you know, there's a spot on the cable where the car will actually click. You know, like the cable will kind of run through the thing, and then there's a point where the cable lets the car know, like, okay, now's the time for you to engage or something. Something happens. Um, but yeah, there's there's a point where like it's not moving very fast, and then all of a sudden it's just going extremely fast. Yeah, like, now it's it's, it's kind of like if you've ever seen a Tesla take off. You it's know, handled all the, well. It's not it's not like you see the you see the car start swinging because the speed suddenly becomes so much. But yes, right. it is a uh, you know what I wonder. I wonder. Well, no, not Aerosmith, because, you know, Disney and Aerosmith don't get along so well these days. But um, who would be the new sponsor for the for the rock and and fly in gondola? Oh, boy. You know, no. you know what? Can, if I'm on a gondola, three, two, one. And there you if go. I'm on a gondola with some hilarious teenager who thinks it's funny to rock the thing. Nope. I'm going to throw him out. <laughs> I feel I feel like that should be acceptable i think that should be allowed you know yeah. it just like they need to they need to have an announcement if you rock your gondola uh sky law says that you yeah. are allowed to be thrown from your gondola uh with extreme prejudice so yeah it is it, what is, it is lawful for the tallest person in the gondola to throw you out the door or or will they will it be kind of like uh the the sun will or what is it called now the pixar will whatever whatever that thing is now fun. where huh fun wheel okay the fun wheel the sun will whatever it's called <laughs> anyway uh where they have like the some some of the gondolas are the the cool gondolas the scary you know, ones the chill yeah some of them are the chill gondolas and other ones are the gondolas of death, you know, where, where like it is there, there are some where it's got this nice rigid thing that'll make sure that it doesn't really swing. But then the next one that comes, it's, you know, actually like kind of, uh, countdown to extinction. Or, nope. That was dinosaur. Uh, what is the name of that thing? The triceratops spin. That's a thing. Yeah. Where it's where you know essentially it, it's it has something that lets it go so that it can swing back and forth and go round and round and uh yeah lots and lots of sickness bags on those <laughs> but I man I'm I don't know what I expected but I somehow I didn't expect it to be as fast as it looks in these videos I'm 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 pretty excited about you know the uh the travel time estimates as long as i don't have to get off at every uh every stop i'm i'm pretty stoked for well, these and and even even if you had to like not not get off but like if you if your car disconnected from that cable and you kind of had to wait for like two or three gondolas to go before you got connected to the next cable right as long as yeah. you i feel like as long as i'm continuing to sit in my gondola I'm probably cool. Yeah. And I just I don't, don't have any, make me walk. That's all I I'm have, asking. I have no point of reference because the only gondola system I've ever been on is the, like point to point. Like you go, you go from the south end of the park to the north end of the park and back if you want to. Like there's no, there are four stops or five stops, however many there are. 
Um, but there is one between Pop Century and Art of Animation. So when I'm there, I will get plenty of gondola time. Uh, so that will be that'll be good. So so don't worry. The time will come when you will get to hear Jeremy talk <laughs> nonstop about <laughs> his length. gondola adventures. I have the only gripe I have is that man, those towers are ugly, and I know that they are necessary. Necessary. And I, you know, there's nothing you can do about how they look, but man, the uh, the stations look great. They have done a really good job with those stations. But the number of those towers you need and, and how close they are together and stuff, man, that does not look great. Hey, buddy, can you, can you do me a favor? Can you do me a, a, just a big favor? Sure. That first day when you guys go out to head out to the gondolas, can you put on like the striped shirt and the, like, the little flat-brimmed hat and the, the black pants and like show up? And maybe even like grab a stick on the way and then just get this really dejected look on your face when you get there because, oh, it's that kind of gondola. Are you making an Italy gondola reference? I am, and apparently, (laughs) (laughs) I was very confused. But now I know. You mean like a gondolier. You want to be a gondolier. Sure. Hey, you want to try that joke again? (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Nope, I really don't. (laughs) Well, then I guess guess that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. And you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a magical day. You can like add laughter in post, right? (laughs) 